Willkommen bei Dad and Sons, da ein Süge-Podcast Google übersetzt von einem schlechten YouTuber. Ich bin George Wiedemann, mein Co-Moderator sind Liam Edwards und Matt Visual. Was sind deine Worte? Was sind deine Sonne? Du entscheidest. Wait, were, were you actually speaking German? Uh, yeah, believe it or not, I, uh... I, I, I looked up the, the usual Dad and Sons podcast introduction gimmick to, uh, to, to Google Translate to try to make things a little more uh, cultured, you know, a little more worldly around the office here. And we just lost like 50 German listeners thanks to that. I, I want to I hear, hear their, uh, if you're, if you're uh, I don't know, um, if you did it right, I guess. I, 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 I'm sure that the intentions were uh, good enough to, to, to make any, any horrible butchering of, of this beautiful language uh, okay, because it's all an educational opportunity, really. I'm just trying to, you know, like teach the kids some, some words. We going like, uh, international. Like, like, like Vater and, and Sonhe. <laughs> we going international. Or is it, is it Son? International. Son. International. I don't. So, so what do you do when it's an O with an umlaut on top? When when it's one of those things, kind of looks like a little uh, surprise smiley face, you know, like two little dot eyes and then a wide open mouth. More looks that's, like that's a what that looks like. Scoff his face with some pizza. Like, Hell yeah! It's gonna fill his face. Umlaut. I was also umlaut is such a cool word. Umlaut. So so dad and sons would be, um. Vater und Sonhe. Wait, no, it's got to be plural. And let's see how German does plural. Google! <laughs> Google Sensei, please. We're, we're, I, we're the, the Papa and Sonhe long... podcast. <laughs> I want to know how long George stayed up last night practicing that, Matt. How long do you reckon? Oh, man. That's probably why he got off last night from VR. He was just like... Oh, I got off from VR? What? How do you know that? We all know what you're into. Well, that too. Yes. Yes. We we all know, George. You know. Yeah. I I don't know if PSVR gives you those capabilities because oh that oh no you you have to the price copy the Oculus or the vive you have to copy it onto a usb and, and install the uh little store media player app and uh <laughs> transcode and, and reformat all your videos into um 1080p with a which which looks awful well it doesn't look awful but Sometimes the the little skin pores don't show it's, up. It's already censored by the time you get because because of the compression. The whole thing is just like the Sims so go into the bathroom. It is, you know, there could be like a, just a big old wang getting ready to. Just an extreme <laughs> close up of like Bob Newby taking a shit. Oh, that's good. So speaking of VR, uh, welcome. <laughs> no, Will Wilkeman. Wilkeman. What? Do you, okay, so because a W sound sounds like a V, right? Right. That's like a rule, right? I I I. We're not oh, the experts no. on this. Like I'm not even the experts on this, but but I I don't know. I'm pretty sure Weedman in proper ancestral German pronunciation is is Wiedemann. Be the, and you, uh, we, that, that we causes the me we to. We are the man. <laughs> we are the man. Not not just any man, the Vita man. 
Vitamon, go! <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, no, no. We were speaking of VR, right? Yeah. <laughs> As we oh oh so often do here on the Papa and Sonhe's um wait, hang on, what's Google Translate say? Podcast is just podcast in German. I learned a new German word today. Podcast. Cool. Papa and Sunhaze. Sunhaze. Son. For all your special news about VR. Are you typing what VR is in German? Is that <laughs> what's virtual reality in German, George? Uh, virtual realitat. That's probably not how it's. Hang on, let me let me let me get the lady to to say it. Um, virtuelle realität. That sounds kind of Italian. But French, but that's just the European. Google lady probably screwing everything up. Oh God, there's an umlaut in there. Oh no, that, what do you do with there's an A with an umlaut on it? Oh my God. What? what? Ah! This is the train wreck is happening too soon. Okay, so God, speaking of we VR, we have to recover from last week's episode as well. Jesus Christ! I know. Jeez. Okay, let's, let's, Matt. Matt, let's, let's give let's give him the tale of adventure because because you and I we 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 went on a journey yesterday. Yes. Yes. Um, we did. Um, Liam, you. I know that you love to talk shit about about the the fake reality headset waggle wands oh that, that Matt and I love so much. But Matt Why and I had no, a no, blast. Let me, let me stop you there. <laughs> let me stop you there. Why is it that I get cast out just because I'm not part of the the VR club and your little Atlanta pad that you've got going on the secret society of VR nuts that I'm not even allowed to be included in. Why do I, same as Mary Odyssey, why do I get cast out to be like the the evil one of the, the Papa and Shun podcast? Why am I the evil one? Why am the Führer? Why? Because you don't think Mario Odyssey is too easy. You, you, every, oh, George, just sending your little army of bunny hop fans after me. You're shitting on VR. That is all What? I don't true. do that. <laughs> So tell me about tell me about this well, well, mystical well, I mean, journey like, you went on in your, in your flipping Playboy mansion. Yeah, Matt, oh, you're oh, on oh, my side, uh, right? Well, about the VR, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, Wait, I, but well, not anything else. About here? I, don't, I don't know what we're talking about. Here. Well, the VR we played Rec Room last night with a guy. Um, I, I guess you could yes. say his uh, his handle. Uh, let's atomic. call him Atomic. Let's An call atomic him Atomic. Bomb. No bomb. Just atomic. Uh, was it pancake or waffle? There, there was a dessert, uh, a breakfast pastry what involved. Yeah, yeah, he was Atomic. Pastry? What's, uh, <laughs> what, what, what's something that sounds like his name, but is a little off that he would know? Uh, uh, um, I almost did my taxes. So yeah, taxes. At, d- down <laughs> in the state of Texas. Texas. Um, so where... we played games with Texas last night. <laughs> no, no, there was a fan on Twitter who recommended me Rec Room a long, long time ago. And Rec Room is a free-to-play VR game that uh, is actually pretty popular. You might have heard of it. It's kind of a mini-game collection, a free-to-play mini-game collection where you play mini-games with friends in VR and, and earn coins that get you cosmetics. And they don't have any microtransactions in there yet. They're calling the whole thing a beta, and it's really good for a free-to-play game. 
especially because VR just makes everything into a fun novelty. There's um these the, your usual like racquetball, ping pong, VR uh, mini games, as well as MMO raid esque quests. Yeah, where you have to go through a shooting gallery with uh cumbersome VR guns that you like crank <laughs> and like reload with your controllers with your hands and it feels really good and that's like the whole saving grace of the whole thing is that just every action feels really good we did a um medieval fantasy quest that was the one we we actually managed to complete they got like a cyberpunk themed one and a pirate themed one and oh, we managed oh, oh. wait wait george i don't think liam is here speaking of vr actually korea had a lot of vr places I don't want to nice. bust in on your rec room thing, but uh, there were there was like no traditional type of like arcades. It, if it was, it was like a VR type place. I think one of those is opening up in Atlanta as well, and I think that's what the entire HTC Vive Pro option is actually for. But we might get into that during the news section. There's there's a new like eight hundred dollar version of it that all has some bullshit accessories that are not worth the price for normal people, but maybe for businesses. It's eight hundred dollars for just the headset. Oh yeah, for yeah. Just Jesus Christ the headset. Which which means that the total package is over one k. While PSVR, which can be enjoyed in the living room, the privacy of your own home, with a headset that is up to spec of the competitors, is now a small and paltry, easily purchasable for I'm sure all the normal people of the world three hundred United States dollars. Yeah, you you could get the Oculus for like three fifty. You can get the Oculus Go for about two hundred when that comes out. That's a standalone one that you could just put on. And play games on uh, does that have like a android cell phone type interface yeah. built in yeah yeah i, I haven't oh, really oh, yeah. seen how they're gonna load the games on like it's, it seems weird because you can play like dragon front was just like a a full 3d like card game and i i, I don't hmm. understand they're not like, releasing a lot of information about it about how that actually works i mean that's a lot there like how much space is on that thing for 200 bucks you only get one that's you really get good one controller though That's i mean maybe the gimmick is that they're just trying to get that in your house so that you spend lots more on software like a, oh yeah yeah maybe they're basically doing the game console model where they undercut the yeah. price of the hardware so that they can overcharge you for the software or or not let me reiterate make their money back on software sales <laughs> 200 bucks i mean that yeah it's pretty spend- good spend more on that on on the windows mixed reality which is pretty much obsolete now. Now the Oculus is so cheap. I mean, that and makes it uh, competitive with low-end video game consoles these days. Like, you can get a Switch for more than that. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's getting there. It's slow, slowly getting there. Sooner or later, Liam, you're going you're gonna to get one from the quarter <gasps> at Publix. You're going to get one from, from the, the, the 100 yen store? Yeah. Well, that's the oh, thing. is like a VR headset. Now, now what's going to happen is, like, <clears throat> all the Papa and Shun fans... Uh, 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 they're panicking because we've spoken about VR three episodes in a row and then eventually most almost definitely when I get one there'll be like another string of like three episodes of non-stop VR talk (laughs) and I will love every second of this because I of course you will jeez Louise like we played for three hours last night in Rec Room with uh, this fan who was wonderful by the way Yeah. and uh, time just flew I did not know three hours went 
And one really cool dynamic of this is that um, because there's like actual physical activity involved, there's monsters where you'd have to like bat away projectile orbs that they shoot at you, like your spoiler alert fighting uh, one of the final bosses in a Zelda game. Um, and and the the action feels really good. Like you you are playing tennis with your arm with a giant projectile orb of magic that a bad guy is is trying to hat trick between your friends. Like like <laughs> the boss's tactics at the end had me like glancing left and right to see where this this ball I would have to bat away was coming. Yeah. And the controller just gives you like a nice little haptic rumble whenever you manage to slap it. And and I was doing like heroic poses in between strikes. And after the boss fight, you. You sit down around a like little campfire circle with your friends and just talk it out because everyone's a little tired and needs a break and it's so cute yeah <laughs> it's, it's, you're actually sitting down with people like i was a little bit tired everybody went for for uh something to drink and i just kind of sat down on the floor and, and your just... headset flipped upside down so your character flipped upside down <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's so it, i don't know it, and it's we have to mention that um, he took uh, the teleporting out, so you can walk if mm. you want to, and yeah. that changed the it was game. Way entirely. better. Like, it, it's it's a drastic change from not having the teleport. And I used to get sick from this stuff. I didn't get sick from it. And yeah, you you had a better tolerance than I did. I used to get sick from pretty much everything. The car oh, game. I, I got everything. sick from Minecraft. And now though. I I just. I just don't get sick and, anymore. And RE7 still does it to me after like an hour, but I turned on the turning silhouette and that makes it way better. And you don't notice the turning silhouette in front of your face as yeah. drastically as you notice it on the little rectangle on the wall. It's really weird how different things look <laughs> from a, a 360 degree view that you're immersed in versus the little rectangle on the wall. Some things become more noticeable, some things become less noticeable, and it's kind of inconsistent regarding like what is and isn't noticeable like weird animation glitches pop out really 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 uh jarringly but but a little silhouette around the corner of the screen when you're turning it at high intensities are easily ignorable yeah it's when um on onward came out um that's kind of like a while ago now uh that that was during that phase where i'm like okay like finally a game that you can move forward in because uh, on the podcast i was like I think I've upgraded from teleporting because it's starting to get old and it's slow. It, it's it, it you yeah. still have that uh, mini game feel, you know, and people don't want to spend. Well, now it's like 300 bucks still don't want to spend 300 bucks on mini games for, for mini games. No one wants to do that. This is, you know, it is definitely not Wii Sports, but it's still mini games. Um, and Onward is like a full simulator where you run you know there's no teleporting like why would you want to teleport that actually breaks the game because you'll be able to teleport and get behind a guy and stuff like that i, I guess a once we finally get through that hump and he was even saying this like maybe like the younger generation is not going to have any sickness we're actually going to have some like better games like i don't know years from now yeah i believe it and because you could tell how different it played once we used the like traditional locomotion so usually you throw out a teleporter with a button there's about a one and a half second cooldown between throws so the idea is that you shoot your opponents between their teleports and that it's jarring and weird and and your accuracy is not going to be great you can 
fuck with people really easily with it in the PvP modes. And in the PvE modes that we were playing, it was just disorienting, having to like keep a hand pointed to the side while my gun was pointed forward. Whereas with uh, the traditional locomotion, you wave your hand and hold a button down in the direction you want your character to move, because the PS Move controllers have no analog sticks! <laughs> In the new patents that Sony filed, they're going to try to be making a new VR controller with an actual analog stick built in. But I believe the HTC Vive doesn't have a stick either. The Oculus ones do, though, right? Yes, we have sticks on both. Oh, you lucky bastard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we have everything. We have two triggers, two sticks, two buttons. Oh, you got everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's everything. Like, everything you need. It feels comfortable. Like, those are... The, the Oculus ones are pretty much the best um, controllers, I would say. Headset, that's a different story, but best controllers. Um, and it, Liam, if, if, you, if you're not understanding, like, in Rec Room, <laughs> there is these, it's like a quest. Like, all right, imagine it, not a, not a, um, a mini game, but a, a room that you have to, like, where mobs spawn and you have to keep going through this high school with like a theme. Sometimes it's sci-fi, sometimes it's fantasy, depending on what quest you, you pick. Uh, sometimes it's pirates um, where you have to parry and attack like skeletons and stuff like that. And you have to go through each room. Um, and it gets what, what people who what we, we tend to call it uh, the Dark Souls of VR. <laughs> <laughs> oh god don't do that because when you die your coins drop your on coin the spot drop. you die at and you gotta go get them back when you try again okay and that's pretty dog souls ask it's a long and quest <clears throat> like you you gotta play i think it was like an hour for some mm -hmm. of those quests right an hour or yeah more. to fully do it that's how we added up to three whole hours is because we kept attempting them see i'm watching the trailer for it and it does look like i like you guys constantly feel like I'm not sold on VR, and I am. I am sold on VR, and I want it. I want to experience it. It's just... I can't buy it. It's, it, And it's not at the price point yet where I can afford to just be like, hey, I want to piss around with this for like a few and you hours need to like get space in your... And to be real, I wonder if it's ever going to catch on in Japan because of the space limitations. I really couldn't get well, mine PS, working reliably... The PSVR is still completely sold out. Like, I don't know in terms of the Oculus. And, and that's and the really surprising because... to me because it's so cramped over there. Yeah, but the PSVR is probably the one that requires the least amount of room. And yeah. obviously, PC uh, gaming in my is case, still even, not like, very a big Even my apartment wasn't big enough for it. George, you should buy the new PSVR and send me your old one. Then all the problems are solved. Yeah. We should have and a... then we can play Rec Room. Yeah, we should have a Papa and Sean... Is that how we say it? Papa and Sean's poll and whether they agree or not. <laughs> finally, finally settle the argument. But oh, I, if if you do get a headset, we have to like get together immediately because talking to strangers on the internet in VR is way different as well because yes. of the body language involved. It feels rude not to look at people while they're talking at you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I know, you see in their the mouth studio, move, in the know, studio, in the in the in the Papa and Sean studio, we're always looking at each other. So, of course, our our mouths are automatically synced to the sounds coming through our microphones. So somehow, Rec Room is able to. Uh, well, it tries. It tries to detect your tone of voice. If there's sarcasm, your character makes a sarcastic face. 
Like your character automatically smiles or or frowns depending on uh, what what the system thinks your your speech is or something. I'm just guessing here, because I saw uh, uh, Atomic um, Atomic French Toast's uh, face do some very very funny things that just like enhanced the humor. And ah, there's ah, it's so good. <laughs> I'll make a believer out of you, George. Just you wait. Just. I remember a year ago, you were, oh my gosh, you were Liam. You are Liam, constantly talking trash. Well, it was a lot more expensive a year ago. <laughs> oh my I'm God. I swear to God. Liam, I'm messing with you. I swear to God. I'm just going to have to fucking buy one. Eat nothing but br- like half a Bricks. slice of bread a day to survive. Ugh. Speaking of VR. No, when are we not? <laughs> Dan Sons podcast coming to a VR unit near you soon. <laughs> so, so Liam, though, I'm I'm legit interested in what you have to say about Korea and, oh, yeah. and the gaming culture in 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 southern Korea. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah. So I played no games for a whole week because I was in Korea, and although I didn't really do any gaming in Korea, I did sort of get to understand a little bit about what's happening in Korea. Obviously, Korea is huge in terms of esports around the world. That goes without saying. Like, League of Legends mm-hmm. is dominated by Korean teams. StarCraft for a long time was huge and all that kind of thing. Um, but in terms of, like, actual gaming, like, there are uh, there are quite a few, like, PC bongs, like, you know, the PC cafes. I didn't see too many of them. I was in, like, Gangnam, like, in Seoul's kind of, like, I, I guess like it's Beverly Hills. I don't know how to describe it. Like it's kind of. Uh, we we've all heard the song. Yeah, we all know the song, but the the area is like the rich part of Seoul, so it's, it's kind it's of like worth lots bragging of, about in a, lots of in a song. lots of handsome and beautiful people walking around, socializing, but they were all playing like mobile games, all of them, on the subways. So when you're on the train, do you see uh, all the cell phones open to to gotcha games like in Japan, or is it, it a different kind of games? That's the thing. I didn't notice that many mm-hmm. gacha games. I noticed like MOBAs. Ooh. And like kind of like MMO based games. A little more competitive. Like, that's the thing, is like a lot of it was like online competitive stuff. And it was di- it was different to Japan. Like everyone knows like in Japan, everyone plays mobile games. Most of them are gacha games or like puzzle games or something like that. You know, tap a few times a day, spin a wheel, get a prize then you know you're done for the day kind of thing but these are like mobas like people are playing like phone mobas on the trains and stuff like that how does that work i have no idea but it seems to be quite popular obviously korea has like this whole industry of mobas and mmos that have been going on for years you know sometimes it creeps into the western news with you know games like what's it called black desert rose or whatever it was the one mm-hmm. that has that black insane desert online yeah, the one that has that insane like character creator and looks amazing that runs on yes, like no one's computer because it's so powerful. Um and but in terms of like the actual like game so everyone's like playing games. And it, it, like even old people. It's very similar to Japan. But on top of that in Japan like still like tra- what we would quote traditional gaming like the big 3 and PC gaming and stuff like that, like triple A games or indie games. In Japan, that still takes, like, large precedent. Obviously, Nintendo, Capcom, and all the the big companies over here advertise everywhere. But there was, like, none of that in Korea. 
Like, like zero. No advertising? I didn't even see, like, a game store. I didn't see anything. Like, there was, like in terms of, like, traditional gaming, I just didn't see any of it. Like, no advertising. Like, the closest it came to was seeing, like, Ready Player One and seeing, like, I think there was, like, Tracer was in the background or something. But in terms of, like, <laughs> the traditional kinds of games, I didn't even really see anything like Overwatch or League of Legends when I was walking around. But there were so many advertisements for video games but they were all korean mmo moba games like huge posters on the subways for games like one was called like eternal light and it had like a like a korean model and then he was like walking with two fake vr type female characters it was super weird and there was another one called, uh, you know ragnarok online that like mm, MMO. yeah that's an ancient one. there's like a yeah. career, there, i think there's like a like an like a mmo phone spin-off that's super popular and they were advertising like a like a special update to the game that had like a couples related oh, experience I like couples would play it together not know that korea ragnarok was like online super, was korean mm, i don't know just but it look was, that up yeah and um it had like because korea is like super coupley it Completely different to Japan in that regard. There's just couples everywhere. So there's is like all these. Is PDA like, a thing over there? Yeah, hugely. Because no, <laughs> it's not in Japan. Very different to Japan. Very, very different. But yeah, just like in terms of like gaming, there was so much of it, but it was just so weird to not see like what we would normally see. Or it was like its own little world where it was all these Korean uh, MMO and MOBA games that aren't really played outside of Korea. And there was just huge advertisements for them everywhere. And everyone was playing them. It was really weird. I kind of like hearing that they have a really strong industry going that caters specifically to their tastes. That that sounds sustainable. Yeah, I think so. I think... I don't know what it is. Like, Korea is obviously super competitive in terms of when it comes to gaming. Like, you have all these esports... And Korea dominates, like, all of them. <laughs> like, they dominate yeah. League of Legends. They dominate StarCraft. Uh, they're pretty good at Hearthstone. You know, they dominate Overwatch as well. <clears throat> and obviously, that is, like, a side of gaming in Korea where a lot of it, a lot, just like Japan, they see it as, like, a problem. Like, people spend, like, up to 16 hours a day in, like, PC buttons. Yeah, isn't that where people playing. die from, from yeah, like, there being are some in the cafe stories, too long? China is very similar to that. But in terms of, like, casual gaming, like, you know, what we would consider, like, people playing Mario or people, like, chilling out with their Switch or playing some Call of Duty on the PS4. In Korea, that seems to be, like, a little less... Like, it's not within the mainstream there. I'm obviously only going off the basis that I was in Korea for a week, but I was taking notes as I was going around. But I didn't see any video game stores, like traditional video game stores that had, you know, like Xbox games or PS4 games. I didn't see any. And I was and that's, in Seoul. That's I was like in the cash China, store. too. I, I was told yeah. by Chinese fans that even though gaming is huge, internet cafes are huge, it's all digital stores, almost all. There's, like, some bootleg shops you can still find, but most official legal video gaming going on is a, is a download from the internet, not a brick-and-mortar purchase. That's the thing. So all these people are just playing games on their phones or their tablets. Just MOBAs, like competitive. They're getting like the, the competitive wants that is quite popular in Korea, and they're just getting it through their phones and stuff. And I was kind of actually like wanting to download some of the games and try them out, but I didn't get a chance to because I very sparsely had Wi-Fi while I was in Korea. So... 
but yeah, it was quite unique. And in terms of like Korea itself, like Seoul is such an amazing city. Um, yeah, it was really good fun, but definitely a little strange when it came to video gaming. I wonder if anyone who listens to this does live in Korea would tell me any different, because especially if you're Western, like, do, can you easily get hold of like a PlayStation 4 or something like that? Or a Switch? I'm not really sure. I didn't. I just didn't see it anywhere. Is do you think space limitations might be a factor in terms of which video games get popular and which don't, like in Japan? Mm, in terms of like advertising space or like apartment uh, space. Apartment space. No, because Japan is Japan. Japan's apartments, from what I can see, are as small or even smaller than Korean apartments. So I don't know if that's a factor. I think it's just for a long time, Korea wasn't part of video gaming's space, was it? You know, sales numbers in Korea and stuff like that were very low for video games, like traditional AAA games from the West. And even though they had Japan right next door, a lot of games, uh, you know, got to Korea like really late. Yeah, well, I don't know. Korea was like the first country to really turn esports into a big industry. Yeah, because esports gaming is kind of different, though, isn't it? It is like its own thing. It's not like traditional gaming. It's this weird competitive sport that takes on a gaming facade almost. It is different. So I'm not surprised that Korea is also like at the forefront for all these weird MMOs and... MOBA games that just and over like my whole lifetime Korean MMOs have been a constant present force influencing the genre like we were just talking about Ragnarok Online which was from 2002 and that I, I had no clue it was a Korean MMO I knew NCSoft was a Korean company and they were like pushing out Guild War there was a weird um one they published in the mid 2000s that was a car combat MMO I <laughs> I don't, you you see Korea you see NCSoft and other Korean MMO companies like actually take a lot of risks and evolve the genre more than I think people give them credit for, and uh, that's that's always been around. Their their StarCraft esports scene is ancient, but you don't hear about like single player console gaming happening a lot over there. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, and I I mean there probably is that well there almost definitely is because you know when I worked at Rockstar we had a Korean localization team. So there definitely is. I'm just thinking it's not as prominent, especially considering I was in the capital city and I went to many districts, uh, you know, especially like popular touristy places and like shopping districts. And I just didn't see any video game stores whatsoever. Like even electronic stores didn't have video games in them and stuff like it was uh, unique. That's for sure. That's so weird. I I would find it weird to see that because in the States, you still you still got good brick and mortar. It's nothing compared to Japan, though. I mean, Amazon yeah. has taken over everything over here. The stores are like kind of trying to come up with gimmicks, uh, events that they can use to compete with online retail. Well, that may yeah. be but another it thing, seems like, doomed. Well, that might be another thing. In Korea, like digital downloads might be more prominent because Korea is definitely way, way ahead of Japan in terms of like using digital things. They use like digital card based stuff for everything. Subways, buses, uh, purchases, you know, going to cafes, like everything is like card based compared to Japan's, like, cash-based society. So it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, like, digital marketplaces are huge in Korea. And, and Japan is still a few steps ahead of the, the, the West in that. You can't go to a vending machine and buy snacks with your subway card in, yeah. uh, in the States. 
Yeah, Japan has its own unique card systems, but they are really annoying and frustrating as you can only use them for certain things. Whereas it's like, just let me use my credit card or my debit card. Come on, Japan. No, they want you to use your Passmo. Yeah, you have to use your Passmo or something. And then when your Passmo runs out, you have to use cash to charge the Passmo. I loved the Passmo. Granted, I didn't have to deal with what it's like getting a Japanese credit card. But that Passmo card, that was good fun. Uh, The novelty wears off. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Um, So, uh, Matt, did you play anything other than Rec Room this week? Uh, yes, I played some more Nino Kuni. Um, I'm well into it now. Um, I gotta say, okay, so. Uh-oh. It, all right. Um, all right. The, the side quests do get better for some reason. They. They actually have some story to them later on. I don't know why the first round of side quests are just bad. Because that's what JRPGs have steadily become. Bad side quest grinders. Yeah, but 20 why, whatever. why get better after the first part? Wouldn't you want people to stay? It's, I know, right? Like It's almost like Mario Odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, you're right. Um, um, <laughs> I can hear how red you are. <laughs> I'm actually waiting to hear what Matt has to think about Nino Kuni because I really need to play it, but I've been super it, lazy and yeah, not even it, turned mean, it on yet. When I say it gets better, it doesn't mean it gets good. It just gets better. Now, in every chapter of the game, there's always something that's just like that little bit of Ghibli magic. They're like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> that's that's good that's good i like that you know every chapter there's always that one thing but like the rest of it is just kind of okay you know um it does help when they explain stuff properly and they kind of are self-aware it is charming um but i gotta say it's 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 going on the mediocre side you know oh, no. where it's 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 because it's a, just a bunch of filler. I feel like what what were the days when I could put in a Final Fantasy and just get straight up story? Like what are the days of that? You know, instead of the side quests, bull man. Why do I have to sit here and do side quests to get a better experience about the of the game? Like why why do I have to do that? Why side do I quests have to, do you ruined near for me. Unnecessary, just like grind crap. Is and it, uh, so what I've heard is that the the sort of side quests are a little mediocre, but they pay off in the whole kingdom building aspects. Like it, it does feel good. I my okay. kingdom is like upgraded. When I mean upgraded, <laughs> I'm on level three, and the, the highest is level four, and I have like um, like sixty something subjects. The highest the highest right now you get you, you get you get like a hundred citizens each citizen gives you like a a certain um skill that you can use to upgrade certain uh buildings that give you certain buffs like the certain army you can wear um better weapons um better um art like stuff for your army better like attacks that you can do with your army when you're doing the skirmish mode um better level ups better like uh, green drops which gives you health during um 
like battles, like little things like that spread out. And then, of course, you have the mining and um, farming and and uh, fish market that gives you just a bunch of uh, gathering like of items every time you come back to the kingdom. So you can just leave yeah. your console or your computer on and gather all these items while you're not, well, you know, clean the house or something like that. And you could keep collecting that and then upgrading stuff and keep getting more money. It's it that stuff is is fun. It, it's fun, but like <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> I don't know like how I I feel like this is what I, I look at. I look at Nino Kuni. I was like, this is not a bad game by any stretch of the imagination. But I feel like. This is what it's come to. This is what's considered okay now. You know, like <laughs> like it's like a bad thing. It's sad. It's kind of sad. <laughs> I don't know. I feel sad that I'm like, I think that it's okay. I feel sad about that because the games I used to play back then, when it didn't have to be this way, it didn't have to be this long, drawn out thing. Um, you I had sound- a better experience. You know, where, where every, you know, around the, the corner, there was another story. There was something else going on. You know, you didn't have to go to the Golden Saucer in, in the Final Fantasy games. You didn't have to do that. You sound a like, lot like like me. You didn't have to go back and build your so kingdom. So they get in the way too much, right? You can't, so like some RPGs like The Witcher and stuff like that, you can just do the story if you want and then ignore everything else. Whereas Nino Kuni, you there you have to do it because that's like how you're making it sound like you're making like no no you know, no it's not that it's just that the the story is is kind of watered down too and it's kind of like the side quests as well ah. it, i feel like the story is filling itself too it's not just the side quest i'm talking about it's it's the story too i i i feel like they're making it longer on purpose or, or something i i it's this this little there's little things where it's like, oh, we have to teach you this mechanic. We're just going to make it a, just a little boring. It, it, there's a point to it. There's some story there, though. The way they do it is good. But I feel like it's it's all kind of mediocre. It's not like... It, you're not going to go away from the game and say, man, that was amazing. <laughs> like, Reno Cooney was, like, <laughs> innovative. Like, it, it's not that game. It's not that game. It's kind of like you're kind of enjoying the experience. It's kind of relaxing. Yeah, you're just playing a very charming kitty game, you know, the Chuck E. Cheese game. That that's kind of that's kind of the gist of it. You know, okay. there's gonna be problems with the game. You're probably gonna look past it because it's cute. And <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's sad. It's sad in the end of the day. It's sad. It's like I'm enjoying this, but I don't think I should be enjoying this. <laughs> it's kind of like Ready Player One. It's it's literally like kind of re- like Ready Player One. It's like I'm enjoying Ready Player One, but this is a garbage <laughs> ass movie. I mean, this is this is did, this did, is did garbage. You see it? <laughs> but God damn, that chase scene, that car scene. Oh my oh 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 my God, Steven, you're doing he, it. He's, oh. he's doing it. Yeah, you know, it's just too much. Wait, wait, did you see he's, it? He's doing it. He's doing. Wait, what? Yeah, I saw it, man. I saw it, and all right. I, I have something to confess because 
I know, I know our friend last night was dogging yeah. on it. I was like, uh oh. Yeah, we had our, our campfire podcast. chat <laughs> around it last night, and, and I remember different <laughs> words. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I I read the book years ago, so I don't remember every little detail. I I remember the, the I didn't like the book at me all. Me neither. Oh, Will Wheaton made you know, I, I tried the Audible book and, and Will Wheaton just made the character sound even more unlikable. Unfortunately. <laughs> Wade Wise. Wade Wise. Um they changed from the book. It's not it's not the book. Um especially like the like the begin like I'm the beginning of the okay movie, you're like, okay, wow, this looks great. You know, they're they're showing how VR works and everything all in one shot. Like it was a good introduction. And like the way the the first like um I guess test, if you ever listen to the book or whatever like that, um, is something totally different. It's not joust, it's it's, it's like a car scene. And it, it's a beautiful, I mean, it looks amazing. But the way they solve it, and the the whole point of a, a, just a car car race was it kind of didn't work as well. Like it, it, I don't know. It was like, oh, it's a race. And then the way they solve it, it was so stupid. It's it's, it's like he's like whoever did this movie was out of touch with how people. Like, you mean Steven have Spielberg? Have you ever watched a speed run? Have you ever watched people glitch a game? You you of course they're gonna solve it. like. I don't know. I don't want to spoil it, but it is stupid. It is dumb. <laughs> it is the worst thing you can think of. Like you did this in in Gran Turismo, okay? On the <laughs> on the PlayStation constantly to mess with your friends. Like everyone would have done this. Does his opponent Crashing look at his them? screen in VR? No, 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 no. Uh, no, should I? Yeah, yeah, I'm because okay. uh, I, I don't okay, plan on right, seeing right, it. Guys, Liam, do you plan on seeing it? About, cl cl close your ears for about um, whoever do doesn't want to get it. Spoiled. Okay, because I mean, I'm, I'm here for no, you. No one's really going to care. He drives backwards, and that's how he wins that it. That doesn't work in video games. <laughs> <laughs> what? You what? can't you can't do that in like. Maybe you can't even do that in Garfield Kart. You can't even do that in Grand Turismo on PlayStation One. Like, it just tells you to turn around. You're going the wrong way. Every like racing video game from like PlayStation onwards has done that. I'm pretty sure they were accounting yeah. for that and, before. And, like, and why? And why? Because you do it. You do it, and you figure that it's out. It's the first thing every so kid tries. Have done it within the five years that this game has been out. To, to, to win the, the Easter egg in the, in the Ready Player One. Now, like, like I said, I, I enjoyed this movie because I turned my brain off and it looked really good. I, and I have a confession to make. I like garbage teen book movies. I like The Maze Runner. I like Hunger Games. I like Twilight. <laughs> you oh, know? you see, like, I'm garbage. Like, I it's hate good. that shit. I hate, I, I, I am... It's the same reason I don't like Life is Strange. I can't deal with cringeworthy writing. And this is what I'm worried about with Ready Player One. Not not only for the oh. other reasons that I didn't like the book as well, because I kind of do want to watch it. And and I, I, I've i heard a lot of people say, you know, it's, all, it's actually all right. So I'm going to watch it. But I can't, the one thing I can't deal with, let alone like the breaking of the logic of like racing backwards or whatever, right? I can't deal with cringeworthy dialogue. 
Like teenage um, cringeworthy dialogue. Please, Matt. Please tell me it at least doesn't have. Oh, that. you're you will cringe very heavily on certain mm. parts. I mean, you will cave into yourself like, like a black uh, hole. Just and you just high gravity activated. We turn yeah, into the gravity up in the hyperbolic time chamber. <laughs> I hate, I hate it. It's the same reason I didn't like Life is Strange at all. It's just I can't deal with cringeworthy teenage dialogue. It's. It's, it's there. so forced and so unrealistic and just so, so gross. And you Ugh. you see me talk smack so many times, but for some reason I am okay with teeny garbage movies. I don't know <laughs> why it is. May, I don't know. Oh, I bet you'll love a stitching time. If it looks cool and it's in the cool place, I like I'll watch I'll watch it. Most of the time I of course I watch it on DVD. I was expecting Ready Player One to, you know, be good enough for me. I mean, because it's Steven, right? Steven, yeah, that's why me. I was giving them the benefit of the me, doubt. Steven? Steven Spielberg has turned no, okay he... books into good movies before. And he's like, he's been in touch with, with the kids before, like 30 going 40 he's years ago. Touch, <laughs> no, no, no. But considering what he was dealing with, considering the book, and we, we've all read the book, yeah. right? What? So considering the book. Literally, could he have done anything I, else? Like, it's obviously turned out not that garbage because it's doing oh, all I right. actually well, stopped the book so halfway through. It's so good. It looks so good. That's the thing is, like, could he have done anything other than fill it full of references, make it like a teenage, like, action film, <sighs> and be a little cheesy? Like, it, the, it, it's cyberpunk. The they totally could have. It's just not touch it. I don't think look, it could have been good. There is no universe where it could have been good. It, it, look, look, look. It's like, ladies, ladies, it, if, if we have any ladies watching, it's like you see that, that guy. He has the muscles. He got the thighs. He got the <laughs> ass. But as soon as you talk to him, he's just like, no. <laughs> That's you. No, that, that's exactly what this movie is. You know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Maybe he can, he, maybe he could, maybe, maybe I'm being too mean. Can he cook? He can string some sentences. Can he clean? You know? <laughs> can, he, can he cook and can he clean and I does, know. does he at least like no, 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 no. say please and thank you and he says please and thank that's you. That's it? He says please and, mm. he says please and okay. thank you and that's it. It, 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 the, all right so all right i I'll, I'll i'll send you some fast things there's some things are just too convenient people being in the right places um even though they're you know there there shouldn't be some people should be in japan some people should be anyways um the book uh the book is just the movie kind of brings everything together and shoves it all in one movie uh which I'm okay with, as I said. Like, I'm okay with that because they could have done the, ha-ha, we're going to make a two-movie but there's series about this, and, you know, the first half will reach this climax, and then the second half will be. You see, they could have done that, and that would have been worse. Yeah, the thing is, like, you, you're... Because they, they the characters didn't get enough time, so there's no character development for some of the characters. And when you reach the end, you, you, you're kind of wondering, like, wait, why did he do this? Um, I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand. Like everything leading up to this point, that makes no sense that he would be smiling at at this. Like, and then like there's like some reveal 
at the end with one of the the side like one of the biggest kind of characters that are on the side i guess you can say that was uh, really tied to the plot and you're like wait a minute what he did not do that throughout the whole movie like <laughs> the all right I, I can't reveal anything. I can't reveal anything. <laughs> if you've watched the movie, I'm talking about the library and the character that's there. Okay? If you're, you understand if I say that to you. you you'll understand. Okay? If, and if you guys watch it, you're going to be like, oh, no. Okay. It doesn't oh, no. come out in Japan for like another 20 days. <sighs> so Don't get your hopes up. Ugh. No, I'm not. But like this month is like, you know, you got this, you got Avengers, you got... What's the other film I wanted to watch? Oh, the Pacific Rim film, the new one, and Isle of Dogs. I want to watch that as well. So, like, this month is pretty crazy. So it's like, the more I hear Matt groan about it, the less I want to watch it in the cinema. Yeah, you might you might want to wait for DVD. Uh, but I mean, but yo, you said it looks really like good though. Lights. If you like flashing lights, dude, you might enjoy yourself. I'm not gonna lie. Does it have good sounds? Like cinema is all about good sound for me. Yeah, like, yeah. You can, good sound and you good can visuals. Do the lights at home. Okay. It, okay. Like, like it, you know, it's like listening to some some of those some some music. You know, just blank out the words. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like nonsense like, oh, meant to sound in tune with the yeah. instruments. Yeah, like pop like, music, like, like, like a Smash Mouth yeah, song. This is this. Is, this like Ready Player One is pop music. That's what it is. It's what's popular right now. Just dumb movies that look good. Okay, the Transformers. This is what Ready Player no. One is. Oh. <laughs> ah. It is a pop movie. <laughs> That's a perfect description. Because most people are not going to think about all these things. Most people are going to be like, oh, you know what? That was fun. <laughs> you know, like they're, they're not going to think about all the, the broke. The, it's broken. <laughs> you know, it's broken. It, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, well, no, just before we move on. Netflix, no chill. Another thing you shouldn't watch <laughs> is the Titan that you should not even look at. OK, if you see the trailer on your Netflix just just click it off okay don't 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 get it's not it's not martian manhunter it's it's not any of that it's garbage it is what what is lower than garbage george what is lower the than little garbage? sticky like gunk that garbage turns into when it gets left in the dumpster for the summer yeah Ugh. oh my summer job in high school like i was sent home one day because i smelled too bad because they wanted me to clean the dumpster for some reason and i found out what was below garbage that day and it's not pretty you guys i would have rather <laughs> like i would have rather watch anything else anything else or not watch anything just look at my wall <laughs> for a minute and 30 minutes then freaking what it's that bad it's that bad like you end the movie and you're like this makes no sense it makes no Wait, what's this sense. thing called not like matthew no sense it makes no sense what i gotta see it now what's it called the tight tight the titan got it <laughs> Oh my god, you have to watch it with friends yes, or and, I will. and be drunk. I will. Because it is garbage. 
This sounds like my jam. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, it's got Sam Worthington in it. God, I thought that guy just disappeared. <laughs> I, I thought he just he disappeared. He He's going to disappear now. He's falling into obscurity right as we speak. I thought he just like died. I, like he just fell off the face of the planet. What was it? What was that like Greek mythology film he was in? Clash of Titans. Ah, speaking yeah, of, this, this is, is just the Titan. one Titan though. And does it does it have like Greek mythology in it? No, no. Damn it. And and the the girl from Orange Is the New Black is in there, and she's pretty good act. She's a pretty good actor. And she didn't read the script. <laughs> Don't mess up your career on this. <laughs> God. Speaking of Netflix No Chill, and speaking of pretty decent sci-fi, although I'm still unsure as to how I feel about it, I watched Annihilation. Oh, man, I want to see that. I should have saw that. You, I can't believe you spent your time watching this shit I and not watching Ex Machina. Like, oh then my the, God. Why have you not watched it yet? You're the Netflix guy. Wait, wait, wait. It's on. It's on Netflix. It's not on oh, Netflix. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. It's not if you're in America. Oh my <laughs> God, you shoving your Japan what? privilege. I forgot about that. What? Yeah, no. I, Annihilation's deal was that in America it came out in cinemas first, and then the rest of the world. Right now, I don't know if it's every Netflix, but the major Netflix. Uh, places where it's not going to come out on cinema it came out on the same day on netflix no way yes. um there's a way that i can make my make my computer look like i'm from japan so maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god speaking of i was looking at the guardian I was looking at their, their most recent reviews and at like about 12 of their most recent reviews are all Netflix original series and all of them have one stars. What happened? What the fuck is wrong with like Netflix They originals? used to be good, right? It's, it's watered down now. It's watered down now. They used to be so good. Netflix has destroyed their name. It doesn't even mean anything anymore. What about Castlevania? Original series. I mean, that still has people happy, right? Isn't there more Castlevania coming? Castlevania is pretty good. Yeah. But uh, Annihilation as well. Annihilation. So, Annihilation, right? Annihilation is made by... What's his name? Alex something. The guy who did Ex Machina. And Ex yeah. Machina is a really good film. Yes, it is. I really liked Ex Machina. Uh, Oscar Isaac, or whatever his name is, is great. And the uh, the guy who plays Hux in Star Wars as well. He's pretty yeah, great. Alex Garland. Alex Garland, yeah. And... That was a really good film. So Annihilation, I was looking forward to it, and it's kind of like, it's the sci-fi horror type th thriller. It like definitely goes for oh my God. horror. Sorry, the <laughs> renovators are drilling on my walls right now. This, this stuff drives me insane. Nice. Yeah. Holy shit, this is awful. Anyways, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try as I might to edit this out. You go on, Liam. Okay, so while George is being drilled, um, oh, yeah. Annihilation, made by Alex Garland, the guy who did Ex Machina. It's a good film. It's a good film. But uh -oh. it's a little boring. Uh-oh. Whereas Ex Machina, you're constantly under suspense because yeah. you don't really know what's going to happen. Everything Like, there is an unease 
to Ex Machina. You are constantly freaked out by not only, like, Oscar Isaac's character, but also, like, the girl android herself and whether she's, like, good or bad or, like, a victim or manipulating things. And although the payoff in Ex Machina is kind of predictable and kind of not in any way, I don't know, strange, it's still Mm. a really good movie. And Annihilation goes similar to that, but it reveals way too much too early about what the like the thing that is happening mm. is that you kind of lose the suspense a little bit like you kind of just then follow along with Natalie Portman's character to find out what the source of it is like you find out kind of what is happening to everything and it's very beautiful and unique and definitely not something i've really heard of like it's all based around dna and Then you have, like, the last part of the film, which is almost entirely silent. Like, there's, like, the the last, like, 15 minutes of the film is, like, almost entirely silent. And just, like, beautiful shots of, like, Natalie Portman walking around to this certain destination. And then the story sort of reaches its climax. And although the ending is a bit, ooh, is she, isn't she, something like that. It's kind of, like... Uh, like you, 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 you blew your load too early, kind of thing. And Ouch. I was a little less invested as I was with Ex Machina by the end, and it kind of got a little boring because the suspense was lost. But it's a good movie, and it's worth watching. It's definitely worth watching if you can watch it now on Netflix. But if you have to go to the cinema, uh, maybe the cinematography is quite beautiful. But I don't know whether I would recommend paying to go watch it in the cinema. But yeah, if you're lucky enough to live in a different country that is in America, you should watch it on Netflix instead of The Titan. Yes. And with that, we're going to go to a break. Why leave anything on your front lawn, under your porch, on the side of the highway where you can store all that stuff my way down here at Jones Big Ass Truck Rental and Car Storage? Now, I know y'all got stuff at your house that you don't need no more you don't want. You know you ain't going to use that printer. Why keep it all around your house? Bring it down here to my house. You ain't the Dukes of Hazard. You know you're going to use that ugly yellow luggage. You don't need all this crap. What you going to do with this? This is not what it... In my yard. I don't care. I'll store this motorcycle in that van for you for $10.99 a month. You got old tires. They charge you $3 for that old tire. You can rent a truck. You can store a car. They don't care. Bring it on down here. You ain't got to put that old tire for $3 for less than that. Hell, for you, for $3, they're going to charge you. I do it down here for a buck fifty down here at Jones Big Ass Truck Rental and Storage Facility. Now, friends, you may ask yourself, how in the hell can he stow this stuff for such a cheap price? This in a box, mark it for you, put it away, seal it. The fact of the matter is, I'm pretty drunk right now, and store it. And this is a drunk discount sale down here at Jones Big Ass Truck Rental and Car Facility. You got an elephant, I got space. Send me smoke signals. You got weed, and I'll store anything you want. Go ahead and give me a call or find me on them internets at www.jonesbigasstruckrentalandstorage.com. That's J-O-N-E-S, Big Ass Truck Rentals and Storage.com. This is a bus. You know how big a bus is? Hey, welcome back to the Dad and Sons podcast. Unfortunately, uh, Matt's new weird roommate left uh, his vibrator collection on. Oh. So um, I, I apologize for all the construction noises. There's there's hard men working in here, so to speak. I'm just gonna Whoa. I'm just gonna take a back seat for the next uh, few minutes while while you guys handle things. 
George, that's something I told you in conference. Jesus what? Christ, George. No wonder we banished no wonder we banished him away. Yeah. George, you deal with the vibrating me and Matt will talk about April Fools. Okay. Uh-huh. Um I know I nothing. You all. George I didn't was... see any of these. <laughs> so jo- jo- Great. Me and you, me and you, Liam, together. Matt Matt, Matt if I'm oh, honest, good. neither did I. <laughs> George put this together. But it, it's an all it's all a big April Fool's joke because the whole time George was a drill all along. <laughs> He wasn't vibrating. He wasn't. He wasn't a real boy. He was a drill, and uh, unfortunately today he can't turn himself off. So, Matt, let's let's fucking do this. It's our show wow. now. It, it ain't started shaking, sons but anymore. man, did you bring it home? <laughs> <laughs> you brought it home, Liam. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> This ain't the Bunny Hump Podcast no longer. This is the Matt and Liam and Weird Roommate Vibration Corner. So, yeah. Well, anyway, speaking of April Fools, Matt, we have some uh, tradition. We have a the, the incredible tradition in the video games industry of dicking people over with April Fools jokes. Quotes. I quote jokes because usually they're really shit, but. We have some oh, pretty decent ones, some pretty good ones. And one of the first ones that we have down here is a Java, Java, George spelt Java, which is brilliant. We have a Java edition textures of Minecraft finally perfected. And basically what it is, I think as far as I can gather, is that they pretended to uh, make new graphics for Minecraft that look real shit. Yeah, I, I like I like it. Um Old garbage, new and improved, awful trash, basically real, <laughs> bad for eyes, reason for eyes. The before and after shots have these taglines on them. <laughs> Apps obsolete, the future. And it's like not much of a difference there. It's, oh, my God. So, the color so changes to uh, for- some of these. <laughs> It's basically, they're basically the same graphics, just like, you know, that Instagram filter where it just super details yeah. everything. Like it like brings out every wrinkle of your orificing face and stuff like that. Like it's basically oh, that for sharpness. Minecraft. Oh. Yeah, sharpening. Yeah, sharpening. That's it. You, you'll know all about that. You're a filmmaker. <laughs> right. That's me. <laughs> Making them filmmaker bucks what over the here. technical term is. But in this special April Fool's, yeah. No longer Bunny Hop Podcast episode feature. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a unique rating scale of terrible or would purchase because a lot of these are products. And uh, to give the his final verdicts, we're gonna bring back in our our lovely drill. Yeah. George. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm still I'm still dealing with this. George, ah, Mr. Drill, ah, would you would you purchase or not purchase a brand new Java edition texture pack for Minecraft? No. Okay, thank you. Goodbye. George, I, should we just wait for George to run out of batteries? Oh, I don't know. That could be a while. <laughs> that your your roommate's pretty horny. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> the second the second April Fools we have here is uh, CD Projekt Red, our lovely friends in Poland who make wonderful games like our the personal Witcher friends. and the Witcher yes. Two. Yeah, our very personal yes. friends. We talk to them every day. I actually They're currently one looking. Of them, okay. Oh man, the name dropping. I can't. I can't. Oh, look at that. George is I becoming you, Johan. Get out of here, George. Get out of here, George. Turn yourself <laughs> off. Stop being so turned on by VR. And then maybe you'd calm down a little bit. But they're looking for a brand new... They're look, well, they're looking to employ a brand new designer of game environments. And now the D in designer is uh, bold and capitalized. <laughs> The uh, O in off is uh, boldened. <laughs> the G at the beginning of game is capitalized and boldened. And in environments, the E is capitalized and bold. Now, if you uh, if you are a clever boy, or if you're a good boy, Ooh, good boy. Um, CD Projekt Red is looking for an experienced designer of game environments to shake paws with. You'll be responsible for digging up bugs, fetching missing code, and sniffing up plot holes. We are seeking for a gifted canine with a positive attitude, able to balance tasks on their nose. You'll be working closely with a small team on a quest. You can finally catch your own tail. Uh, basically, they're looking for a, uh, the, the uh, what is it, the abbreviation of this is a, a, a doge. A doge. They're looking for a good boy. Uh, please include a portfolio of your top five tricks. Do you, reckon, do you reckon this is something you could apply for? I'm applying for, right now, actually. Are you a, are you, are you a good boy? I am boy? a good boy. Anything. I will do anything. Really? <laughs> can, can, you, can you tell us what would be your... <laughs> you are looking for a change. <laughs> I am looking for a change. We were just talking about this on podcast. <laughs> All you have to do is apply now at I Can Do It. At cdprojectred.com. So if you are of the canine variety, please go ahead and uh, apply. Uh, Matt, can you tell us what would be your top five tricks? Um, well. <laughs> oh, God. The first things that come to mind are pretty bad. Um, so we're not going to do those. Um, my top five. CD Projekt Red might want to say CD Projekt Red oh, might Oh, really? Oh, are they listening? Wow. Uh, well, they're going to pay you in belly rubs. <laughs> that's a good belly start. rubs. Um, yeah, belly rubs. They're going to pay you in belly rubs. But that's teasing. That's, uh, just, fresh water. that's just the first part. Don't tease. Go down a little bit I know. more. Ooh. And uh, you have the chance to try and catch your own tail in a diverse and multicultural environment. So I imagine you're going to have like beagles and like Jack Russells and golden retrievers and all, all the different races <laughs> are going to be there. It is super multicultural. This is amazing. Diversity. So let's let's bring in our drill. Let's bring like, the, the, the the future of diversity. Let's bring back in our drill. We're all about diversity here on the Dad and Sons podcast. We have two humans and one what? drill. Let's bring the drill back uh, in. All right, I think I'm oh. here. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so, Mister Drill, who is not a dog. Would you apply for a position as a designer of game environments at CD Projekt Red or... Uh, yes! Go? Cool, thanks. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> we have Remedy Entertainment. You know those guys responsible for uh, Alan Wake and... Um, what's that What's that Xbox One exclusive? Max Payne 4. 
No, no. The the what's the Quantum Break? Oh, that was it. That. that was really popular, wasn't it? That was like super, like the next big hit. Yeah, cool. Anyway, Quantum Break are turning into a coffee company, and they have the very handsome Mr. Sam Lake, or the face of Max Payne, as you all might know. He's the creative director at Remedy. He's uh, advertising some brand new coffee from their brand new office. It seems. Um, Sam Lake is a very handsome man, so I think I would buy coffee from him. What about you, man? Um, you, you, you didn't some... watch the video, did you? <laughs> you just you're just skipping through the video, look looking at him, um, like sip coffee, right? Is that is that what it is? Yeah. I am. I'm. Just, well, I kind of just have a still of his handsome face, and uh, yeah, he, he has some good cheekbones. You know what I'm saying? He does, doesn't he? He truly is Max Payne, though. Is so, he you know, as like, good as the, the beautiful wanna... Koreans? Oh, I don't know. That's real That's tough. tough. I mean, he's he's already disadvantaged by being born Western. <laughs> so <laughs> he's doing pretty well for himself, considering. Well, well, there you go. But <laughs> since we have no uh, idea what he's bring talking it, let's about. Bring, uh, no, I've got no idea. He's talking about coffee, I think. I've got George, no what is he talking idea. about? Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> George. Would you buy some Remedy coffee? Yes. Cool. Thank you. That's two for one we have now on the Yes Society. Right. Moving on. Our friends, our friends, the Dan Sun friends of uh, Yacht Club Games have announced a brand new Shovel Knight. Mm -hmm. Shovel Knight 64. You know, it was inspired by... Originally, the NES limitations and the Super Nintendo and games like Super Mario Bros. 3 and stuff like that. But now it's coming to Commodore 64. Not the Nintendo 64. It's coming to the Commodore 64. The most popular computer ever sold, supposedly. So, I mean, looking at these beautiful graphics, um, oh, no. I'm sold. Oh, no. I'm in. I- I'm in. This looks worse. It, it, I mean, if if you're uh, if you have fucking bad eyes, yeah, looks great to me. <laughs> Commodore sixty four, you know, I'm all about yeah, that. Not bad, not bad. Well, it's not the Nintendo sixty four. A shovel knight Nintendo sixty four. That 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 would have been better. Yeah, I I but, I totally thought it was Nintendo sixty four. I was expecting to see some three D art. Um, I think that's like the 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 double meta they were going for with this April mm, Fools. Mm. Well, so George, bring him back in, Mister Drill. Oh, hey, I. Uh... No, god damn it! I had my hopes up. For one second, well, the that... roommates' date night was over. They ran out of batteries. They they finished their their uh, exercise, and now they're back. They're not. Yeah. They're still. They still have. They still got enough. some juice left. So George, tell us while you're um, enjoying while yourself. you're uh, you know in well trying not to uh, listen too intently to Matt's roommate date. <laughs> um, <laughs> would you be playing the uh, Shovel Knight sixty four for the Commodore in your free time? Yes, over there? if I don't kill myself first. Okay, great. See you again soon. Moving on. Speaking of dates. Capcom are bringing out a brand new, um, like a brand new, a brand new Mega Man game. Oh my God. That's an April Fool's joke in itself. Oof. Mega Man 
oh no, I guess Mega Man 11 is a real thing. But, Matt. Yes. I thought you'd gone as well. I thought we, I yeah, thought we yeah, were truly yeah, no, done. No, no, I'm here. I'm here. I'm looking at. I thought the. Date my I thought robot the train master. Truly. Oh. Yeah, so like, Matt, have you ever wanted to date your own your own robot from Mega Man? Like, I know my bae, Cutman. I want, I want to date him. Absolutely. Come on, we talked about Are this Are you into last like time. a dating simulator? I wonder if it's super hard though. Like, you know, traditionally the Mega Man games, they're really hard. They're yeah, kind they of difficult. Yeah, they are really hard. I wonder they? if, and they truly are hard with a capital H. Um, <sighs> hard, <laughs> hard. But have you ever, do you think you'll struggle to get a date in this game? Um, I, I mean, if you struggle, there's always trash man, right? There's always, there's always trash. Is there a I, trash man? There's always trash man. He's probably like think the lowest. Do you right? think you're, do you think you're garbage enough for him? Well, if you can't get any, if if you can't get, no one wants quick man. I maybe quick man no, would probably I've, be the, the first one, the, the the lowest on the bar, right? Because no one, no one wants a quick maybe. man. You know what I'm saying? I, I've bagsied cut man. Cut man. So he's mine. Don't don't touch him. Cut man I, is mine. I always think about the song. Cut it. Every time I, every time, uh, but I'm not, I'm not going to throw that joke again on this podcast and watch uh, both of you guys say, what, what are you, what are you talking about? What? Matthew. Is, is that another one of those Matt references? No one understands. <laughs> I don't know. Rap music. What is that? <laughs> what, what is, is that? Black Panther. Who, what is, who would see a film what, about a didn't Panther? Will Smith used to rap. Speaking of hey, Will Smith, he, he, did a, he did a, a dating video with a robot, with with an AI robot. Well, people yeah, watch that. And I mean, that. maybe that is, maybe that's another promotion for Capcom's Mega Man Date My Robot yes. Master. Um, what about George, Oil Man? Do robots <laughs> do robot? I know VR makes you horny, but do robots also make you horny? Mister Driller does, but no one else. You, you don't, George. What about you? Don't want to see Snake Man's snake? God, it's if it's. I, oh my I can't God! There's a hard right man. now. I can't even like. <laughs> I have no way to respond to that under these working conditions. <gasps> oh my God! Man. I've just thought of it. We've just thought about it. George is already. George is already dating Drill Man. <laughs> I have no words. Bye-bye, ah! <laughs> George. Thanks for your input. Oh, God. Oh, so, moving okay, on. This long to, list uh, What here. is possibly... Holy. What it, what, I, we'll, skip to the, we'll skip to the last one, which is my, my personal favorite uh, of this, and the one I would definitely buy myself, which is Platinum are releasing, and I think they've, I think they've missed the boat a little bit by making it this person and not someone else. So Platinum are where uh, they're releasing a a $3 action figure. So kind of like little gacha toys, I guess. Um they're really releasing $3 action figures of their company president Kenichi Saito. Now, they could have made ones of Hideki Kamiya, which I would have definitely purchased. The you know, the wonderful Hideki Kamiya. But Nope, you can buy some uh, 
a variety of different um, presidential pocket president satos for three dollars, and uh, he uh, comes in a variety of different prose, uh, proses, poses, including presidential, feeling wistful. That's probably after Vanquish didn't sell very well. Morning stretch, power nap, a little naughty, and he comes in a nice little pink suit there. Social climber and hanging out. Now. I didn't even know who Kenichi Saito was a platinum, but this is this is I'd buy this. Matt, what about you? I have you? no idea about any of these. Um, I would happily buy some plastic, especially because a little naughty that that looks that looks good. That, that looks good. He does. He is looking very enticing, and there are eight different ones to collect, so that tickles my collecting, my collecting brain. You know. I love collecting stuff. So how about George? George, are you interested in carrying around a little Japanese man with you everywhere no. you go? I don't like plastic, only battery-powered silicone. I thought you were going to say Japanese, like, I don't want to carry, like, pres- like platinum presents George, it's around, only three bucks. That's fair enough. George, it's only three bucks. So is a hammer to, to bash myself with right now. <laughs> Well, that's kind of like there. There was one more April Fool's joke, but it turned out to be real, and like no one wants reality on April Fools, so we'll ignore that. But video games industry, not this year, eh, not so bad, not so bad. Some good ones. How 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 do you feel, Matt? After these, do you feel assaulted? Um, no. Uh, I think. Uh... Do you feel tickled? I think Quick Man was very nice. He treated me like a proper lady. Yeah. And, um, um, I mean, you deserve had, it. We had a good night. We had a good night. I would say. So yeah. there you go. That's the April, April Fool's review for this year. Uh, thanks to our special guest, Mr. Drill, yeah. and uh, George for chiming in with his final verdict on the, the not bunny hop show anymore. But how about we listen to some wonderful music all about games and guessing games. Are we going to be able to do let's move into <laughs> with Mr. Drill over there? He well, it oh, seems oh. like you're, you're, you've got oh an advantage. God, quiet. You've got an advantage no. this week. Well, and there he goes. <laughs> there, there he goes. Just like my papa when oh, I was younger. Papa was a rolling <laughs> stone. Where he, where he laid his hat was his home and when he died <laughs> oh, he was the best <laughs> maybe maybe Matt maybe we do need George after all <laughs> seems we can't do this by ourselves <laughs> But I'm going to put you through your paces, Matt. Well, I'm not going to put you through your paces. A brand new listener email has come in with a podcast trivia question for our Guess the Game segment, which will happen after these messages. I don't think y'all understand me when I tell you I stole anything. What's in this box? I don't know. It's not my business. Briefcase full of fake money. Not my business. This fan used to oscillate. It don't oscillate no more. 
Oscillated, all gone, right here at Jones Big Ass Warehouse and Storage Facility Truck Rental. Your mother-in-law kind of skinny. I can fold her up, put her on my back on a bicycle, and bring her down on this motorcycle. Come on down here and bring all you got that you don't want. PVC valve, bees, fleas, CDs from your failed speed metal band. Somebody left a cone. You knew damn well when you dropped that CD, nobody gonna want to buy it. And put it right here in this here building for the low, low price of $10.99 a month. You can't beat that. Hell, you can't feed a kid in Africa for that. You can't stop me. I can only be contained. Nobody can slow me down. Storing shit all over the place. Don't matter to me. I don't give a damn what it is. Bring it on. Go ahead and give me a call or find me on them internets at www.jonesbigasstruckrentalandstorage.com. That's J-O-N-E-S, bigasstruckrentalandstorage.com. So, jumping back into the brand new Papa and Sean's Without the Bunny Hop extraordinaire of an episode... Uh, we have less drill it's, now. It's, we have it's an island news. of More silence. Drill. Oh, don't jinx it. Don't you fucking jinx it. Matt, why would you wish such no, horrors? Okay, okay. We, can't, we can't fuck around, You guys. know what happens when the George does Dad, squad, squad Delta, a symbol. Um, um, breach the wall. Clear, clear, clear. Go, go, go. Cool. So, guessing the game this week, Matt, George, you have to put through the paces. I feel like this one... I feel like this one might be a little easy. We'll see. It's never easy. We'll see. It's Especially never easy with in this my life. brain just being broken right now. But coming coming to us live is uh, someone called Araxial. Whoa. That's it. Sounds very He's called Kingdom Araxial. Hearts. Uh, yeah, it does a little bit, doesn't Axel it? Axel is, uh, is the name um, of the guy, says, not Araxial. Oh, Axel. Sounds like a male strip club. No, his name's not. Very, oh, yeah. very different. Very different well, uh, vibe from Araxial. Ladies, give Jesus a hand. Christ. So Araxial, he he has a few he has a few sentences prior, like uh, most emails do. So first, uh, Matt, this is a message oh, to God. you. <laughs> when are you going to release your next Guild Wars Two Pro Strategy? <laughs> God. You can't Damn escape. <laughs> you I don't can't want it to be escape. a joke. That's, oh no. Um, yeah. George, uh, after Markiplier, uh, Markiplier released his, when will you release your own tasteful nudes calendar? Oh my God, Markiplier released a tasteful nudes calendar. Shit, I gotta get on that then. Jeez, okay. Must you just buy. wait. I'm gonna. Don't avoid gonna this. Play. Don't. Don't avoid the question. No, no, no. I got a Don't schedule. All right, guys. I'm gonna buy some some weighted gloves. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have like a heavy weighted vest on, and I'm gonna play super hot all spring, all summer. At the end of summer, I'm gonna look like like what just happened. I'm gonna have a naked snake cosplay ready. I can't hear you. I'm gonna be a cute boy, and and I don't know about tasteful nudes, but but I want to try to to. Oh no. Be, be tastefully shirtless show. enough to do a naked snake cosplay next year at Magfest. Oh shit. Oh yeah. And um, now, now, about. now might as well be the time to I'll say. I'll do naked riding. Markiplier, your your body is going to be nothing compared to the 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 Greek chiseled statue that George is going to be at the end of the summer. You just wait. I'm going to walk out. I'm going to be bikini ready for the beach. I'm gonna I'm gonna be knocking everyone's socks off. Has anyone done riding? I want to do riding. Like that that costume is pretty easy. Oh, you just hide your junk with your hands, or try to hide your junk with your hands. Oh yeah, yeah. In the Metal Gear Solid Two, Raiden, can you do somersaults though while hiding your junk? Hmm. Don't know about that. That's yeah. That defies physics. 
Doesn't it require needing a hand on the ground at some point? At uh, some point, unless also, you're you gain so much momentum of running forward. But he just does it from like from standing. <laughs> it's weird. There's some permanent body mods uh, required to stay yes. faithful to the game model that you might oh, hello. need to be getting fancy. Welcome <laughs> to the quality cast. <laughs> <laughs> it seems my internet felt like it would have a system update while I was talking. Okay, so we were just asking Matt if he's willing to cut his dick off to cosplay as Raiden at the end of Metal Gear Solid 2. Yes. Yes? Wow. Matt, Man, answer you answered wasn't fast. Correct, no, yes, no qualms. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I don't want to have kids. You know, it's, it's whatever. Well, what is sex? <laughs> You it's know? it's Being it's a way to burn calories. Obviously, <laughs> it way is a way to burn calories. <laughs> <laughs> it's like porn, but hey, real. Hey, hey, girl, it. I'm just trying to work out. I'm just hey girl. trying to work. Out. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, girl. Want to burn some calories together? I, I, okay, okay. Let's like I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go fast. Breach Let's Team get, Bravo, Dad Squad Delta, get, go, go, go. We got flash and clear. <clears throat> Let's get this train now back. Now that we got Liam the, back, we got to... On the show. Cool. All right. All right. Like, so. so, after those wonderful <laughs> questions, Araxel, you are going to put our boys through their paces. We're going to put Dad Squad, Dad Delta Squad <laughs> through 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 the mission, through through its VR mission. And um, we have five new clues to guess a game. Uh, if you want to send in your suggestions, uh, you've enjoyed this train wreck of a feature on this show, you can send them to danandsonspodcast at gmail.com. Include a few lines at the beginning of nonsense or messages to me and the boys. And uh, then uh, write five clues for a game. Don't try to be obscure or funny. It won't get used. Fuck you. Oh, but gosh. Coming Jeez. this week... We have so many obscure, nonsensical suggestions sometimes. I don't, I don't like reading. I, I never <laughs> read them effort. because I'm a good boy. Yeah, right. No wonder Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm winning, <laughs> to be fair. I'm pretty sure George is up at, by at least one or two. Maybe. <laughs> Who's keeping count? <laughs> I was just Somebody about is. to say, I think Liam's the only one who keeps count. <laughs> but maybe I I'm wrong, no too. Idea. I have no idea. I th I feel in my gut that Matt has got the most right, but mm. then... But and then we who can't have that, can we? I don't know. Oh, Okay, oh, no. okay. I'm, I'm just down. waiting for the drilling to begin as soon as you describe the first uh, clue. So let's... Yeah. That's true. Uh. Let's do it. So, the number, the first clue on our list is this game is a reboot and was released in 2012 on PC, Xbox 360, and PlayStation 3. I have a 3. guess. The developer's previous two games were combat flight simulators. Oh, what the hell? Oh, maybe I don't have a guess. I was going to do Banjo-Kazooie, like, real quick, but <laughs> nuts and balls. Um, nuts and balls. Ouch. Should I? Quick fact, actually. My first ever sort of media job as an intern at GameSpot was making preview videos for this game. Interesting. Ba -ba. Okay, uh, I have a guess. Is it Tomb Raider 2013? Oh, no. Well, next. Uh, <laughs> Efficiency. Matt. Shoot. I'm. I'm. Just, I. Yeah, I, shoot. I got nothing. 
Okay. Number two. Ah, fucking number two. That's an easy clue. Let's put that down a little bit. Number two. I don't like sand. It's coarse <gasps> and rough and irritating, mm, and it gets what? everywhere. Okay, so is it a, a Star Wars reference? Yeah, so now I, I like this. It's cryptic. I have to think if that means it's a Star Wars game or if that means it's a bad prequel reboot. Hmm. And and I don't remember a lot of good Star Wars games coming out in 2013. That's when the franchise was kind of in limbo uh, between ownerships. Uh, maybe it's a Disney thing. Maybe it's a Disney property. What could that mean? Oh, maybe it takes place in a desert. Hmm. Was it? Maybe. There's no... I can't remember any X-Wing games. I feel like now I'm even less sure of my guesses than I was last time. Sand gets a Star Wars reboot 2013 multi-platform. Previous developer made Flight Sims... Maybe there was a... Was there... I don't remember a Star Wars flying game in 2013. I really don't, but that sounds like what we're getting at here. Uh, um, Shoot, I don't know. Yeah, I don't have a guess for this clue. I'm, I'm more confused than I was one clue ago. <laughs> well, we'll move on to clue number three then, which is Terminate the Colonel. Terminate with extreme prejudice. What? Oh, wait, wait, reboot. Oh, I don't know what sand would have to do with my next guess, but I have a guess. Terminate the colonel with extreme. Is it like a military, a Call of Duty thing? Uh, I mean, I was going to throw out. Can I throw out my guess? You Metal can. Gear Rising Revengeance? Uh, no. no. Star Wars reference was in there? I mean, I mean, the reference, the, the context is not what's important. Like, that's uh, all. <laughs> Hmm. Like it has keywords in both of those. And Terminate Colonel Sand. Colonel Sanders. Colonel Hmm. Mm. <laughs> now we're talking. Maybe there's a secret mix of herbs and spices. Let's see. Colonel Sanders uh was George, remember you have already guessed this. I round. have, I have. I'm, I'm so. just I'm just thinking out. Anything loud. you say will go immediately yeah. to Matt. I am I am ready to take Fuck. that hit. We don't have many clues left. So like, like, like a terminating mix the of... <sighs> kernel. Maybe it's like the computer term, like like an OS, a kernel. Uh, hmm. No, it's a kernel. Spelled C O L O N E N E. Colonel. Colonel. Yeah. Disney Infinity. <laughs> Good guess, Matt, but I'm, I'm sorry it's wrong. <laughs> I got Star Wars in there, right? <laughs> so the Terminator with Extreme Prejudice is a line from Apocalypse Now. So, oh. bad line, number three, uh, Number four, actually. So, clue number four. It's a third-person military oh, shooter. It? 
in which you play as a white. Oh, you do. Ooh. That, that's that every shooter doesn't out narrow there. it down, but I know what it is. That was a very, very uh, <clears throat> liberal clue. There's there's a lot that could fit that. It was a very generous clue, one that one that applies to many, many games. However, I know exactly which one. <laughs> like, it's even hard. <laughs> okay, so... Go Liam, ahead, you gave it away. You, uh, you said that was an Apocalypse Now reference. And to date, the like only critically, if not commercially successful Apocalypse Now video gamification was Spec Ops The Line, which came out in 2013 for multiple platforms by a little known developer who I know did a really weird sci-fi space flight game in the original Xbox way back in 2002. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was Apocalypse Now that gave it away. There you go. Spec Ops the Line is the correct answer. Well Never done, George. Never played it. I always you saw it and don't I heard it had some like to. real, like a different way of telling it's, the story. It's, it's worth a, it's worth a, it's worth a discussion, worth a but it's kind of a slog to go through. IMO, IMHO. But the last clue was due to the game being an oops all allegory about morality and choice in video games and its addressing of real life issues like PTSD and US military ventures, it became a darling of academic video game yeah. writing. It seems like this this uh, Arexiel has maybe a, a little bit of a problem. But I did like the cryptic clues. I, I was like good. the cryptic clues. Was, I just, oh yeah, sand. There's a lot yeah. of sand in that game and it gets everywhere. There is. It's based mm-hmm, in a desert. Mm-hmm. So, so... It's based in Dubai. Uh, we, we were led a little astray by the Star Wars, but I did suspect there might have been a desert setting involved. I mean, that has sand, yeah. so yeah. yes. I guess uh, maybe we should start with well, the cryptic George, you, you are this week's... Whoa! Well, that's what I, I did. Yay, I feel but so good. But if you are interested in giving us some guess the game clues for George and Matt to torture themselves over and Matt to sound more disinterested at anything you've oh, ever read. As if I don't ever. have enough I'm torture. so interested. Guys, keep sending in. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. <laughs> this is great. I played every game known to man. I'm going to get this every single time. Yeah. It's true. 12 games a day come out on Steam. In five years, we're not going to be able to guess any games. There's going to be too many. That's true. But keep sending your clues in anyway to danstanspodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to add a few lines of nonsense or pictures to begin with so George can't sneak a peek at what the answer is or the clues. And also, if you want to do something fun and funky with your clues like Araxiel did and have some cryptic ones, go ahead and do it. And we'll see what kind of train wreck continues on this show. Thanks for sending in your mail, guys. Uh, we'll do questions next week. Uh, until then, I um, hope that <laughs> the the Mister Driller that, that left his um, his his uh, toys on in the other room was not too bad. You ran out of batteries, I guess. It seems. It seems. Although I'm just waiting for it to like start back up again. Any minute now. The drill man cometh. He cometh for you, George. The drill man cometh, George. No, no, god damn it!